Hello and welcome to The Shepherd's Voice, the podcast of Catoctin Covenant Presbyterian Church here in Percival, Virginia. My name is Ben Franks and I'm here with my good friend, Pastor Charles Biggs. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, before we begin our podcast this morning, we just want to have a note about our release schedule. So as we come into the holiday season and people are busy or there's lots more going on, we're going to shift our schedule from releasing every week to releasing every other week so you don't fall behind uh, the podcast as you're doing everything else. And then we will um, aim to pick back up with weekly recording and releasing uh, in the new year. So look forward to that. Um, But this morning we actually have a holiday-related question in a sense because we are just a week out from Thanksgiving at this point, um, which is obviously a holiday here in America. Uh, But it's something that uh, Christians in particular have a unique interest in, not just the American history of celebrating Thanksgiving, but the the principle and the theology that moved our our fathers in the faith, the the Puritans, and then later uh, American Christians to to see Thanksgiving as an appropriate way of responding. That that really is coming out of um, a, a rich tapestry of biblical teaching and Christian piety. And so we want to talk about that uh, tapestry of Thanksgiving this morning. Getting at what? How does the Bible? teach us to think about Thanksgiving, what are the, the biblical um, imperatives for Thanksgiving and, and motivations for Thanksgiving as well. So would you like to kick us off here? Oh, yes. Yes, thank you. Um, I, Thanksgiving to me, first and foremost, is a state of heart. It's a, it's a state of the heart that has been... Uh, granted grace uh, by the triumph God who has been so kind and generous to us. It's a Thanksgiving is a, a humble recognition of receiving what you do not deserve. When I think of Thanksgiving, the first scripture that comes to mind is give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. So Thanksgiving uh, from the scripture's perspective is always a theocentric. It's a God centered response, uh, recognition of God's existence and his kindness. It makes me think of Hebrews eleven six that without faith, it's impossible to come to God. Those who believe he exists and he rewards those who uh, seek him. And Thanksgiving is that response of that. I've come to him with Thanksgiving to say he is good. His steadfast love endures forever. Um, and to then be grateful uh, for that generosity. I'm reminded of how in second Corinthians, uh, chapters 8 and 9, Paul is encouraging the Corinthians uh, to be generous, and he tells of the Macedonians how they were exemplary in giving uh, above and beyond uh, what uh, they were asked. They, their generosity was just uh, had been uh, uh, formed and shaped in their hearts, and they wanted to uh, give it out of even their need to provide for the other saints. Uh, there was a great love in that generosity. And generosity is part of Thanksgiving. It's uh, it's called in Second Corinthians a grace of giving, the grace of generosity, something that where we have thought about who God is, thought about what we truly deserve, then seen his indescribable gift, received his indescribable gift in Christ, and through the power of the Holy Spirit have responded with gracious giving, with generosity, with thanksgiving. So you could say that generosity is that thanksgiving uh, very tangibly, concretely uh, granted or, or offered uh, to others, offered to God ultimately, but also to others. I think sometimes in our day, 
of the symbols or the things that you overhear at this time of year, especially in the United States with regard to Thanksgiving. Uh, we no longer really call it, at least popular culture, you don't hear it called uh, Thanksgiving. You call it Turkey Day now. <laughs> and it's not something that many people really actually look forward to because they are uh, placed in a situation often where they uh, they think they must get together with family members or others, and uh, they're they're not keen on that idea. They, we all, you know, have broken families to some degree, but some more than others. And uh, people actually dread uh, Thanksgiving, and I think that that is transitioned. You know, that 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 way of describing it as Thanksgiving, as it has been biblically and historically, is now just a turkey day. It's a day where everybody gets together, and it's kind of ironic because you wonder, well, what are they talking about being turkey? Are they talking about meeting other turkeys or becoming a turkey <laughs> in the way that they tend to get along with others? Another image, a symbol, it used to be that Thanksgiving was a bountiful harvest you would see in on calendars, and now you see turkeys. Again, there's nothing wrong with the turkey. I'm very grateful for turkey. But the point of the bounty and the harvest was that it was this time of year where God had provided once again above and beyond what we could ask or imagine. So the harvest, uh, the bounty, uh, the eating, uh, the gathering was all because uh, it was a celebration of God's goodness that, again, rejoice for the Lord is good. Uh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good. His uh, his his steadfast love endures forever. So it's always a thanks, uh, a response of thanks, and, th- and those things have changed. I think today, and many Christians also, they, they can feel lonely at holidays. They can have their own family situations that are not ideal. Um, they, they sense the brokenness more and more. Mm. But I think what can help us through that is that we get another vision of the triumph God, that through the Scriptures, uh, through our hope in him, we see him that he is. We can give thanks for he is good. His steadfast love endures forever in Christ, that we are accepted in the beloved, that we truly are sons in Christ and that we truly have a family uh, that's glued, sealed uh, even by the Holy Spirit together in unity and peace uh, through the Holy Spirit, that uh, Christ is our bridegroom. Christ is our elder brother. We can have that family feast even when we may uh, be another turkey among the turkeys. But uh, that's uh, that, that, that I think is very important about Thanksgiving and important for us to be reminded. Um, and, and I would just close by, uh, my, my part by just saying that I, I'm reminded of how the Apostle Paul summarizes that Christian heart that's been shaped and formed by the gospel where he says, rejoice always. Mm. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Amen. Yeah, and it really is something that that heart is shaped and is the natural, the the spirit-given natural response, if we can put it that way, to the whole story of Scripture. Because you do see as you read the psalmist, as you um, read biblical writers, that the two great motivations constantly brought before us for our thanksgiving and, and gratitude um, is what God has done and who he is. And we see that primarily in, in, in creation. And I think the American Thanksgiving is a good example of that, mm-hmm. that not only do we recognize that um, our very existence and preservation is, is, is due to the kindness and graciousness of God and his ongoing provision 
um, is is uh, something very tangible. It's an answer to our request. Give us this day our daily bread. Mm. That's something that I Amen. think our agrarian forefathers mm. uh, had a much closer connection to than 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 we recognize. We have the same connection and dependence. We just don't recognize it as much. Um, but it's not just that creation in a general kind of way. But it's it's that act of redemption, isn't it? Mm. And uh, I think yes. about how wise our uh, Dutch Reformed forefathers were, and when they thought about how do you how do you explain the Christian life to somebody, and they thought, well, you know, really it's these three movements of of recognizing your guilt, mm. seeing something of God's grace, and then living a life of gratitude, Amen. and seeing the whole of the Christian life as being. Um, one of repentance from sin, as Luther would remind us, and one of cultivating gratitude to God, um, as the Heidelberg Catechism puts it so well. So many, Amen. many good things good. and many good imperatives for us as Christians uh, to be thankful people. Yes, only this week, but every week. Let us be thankful. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Well, if you'd like to learn more, you can find resources about this and many other topics on our church website, www.catoctin.org. That's K-E-T-O-C-T-I-N. If you found this episode to be useful, then we encourage you to subscribe to the podcast and share it with your friends. And as always, we encourage you to join us for our next episode of The Shepherd's Voice.